Today's podcast of In Conversation with God on the Relevant Radio app is brought to you by ScepterPublishers.org. Scepter Publishers brings you the finest in Catholic spiritual reading. For more information, go to ScepterPublishers.org. Today's reading from In Conversation with God is for Friday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time. The topic is Without Human Respects. Part 1. The Clear Example of Jesus If someone had been asked to speak at the synagogue, the Jews had the custom of inviting him to dinner. It so happened that one day after Jesus had been preaching in a certain town, he was invited to dine with the leading Pharisees of the community. Unfortunately, their intentions were far from praiseworthy. They wanted to entrap Jesus, and if possible, catch him out in something he would say or do. St. Cyril comments on this situation. The Lord accepts their invitation so that he may reach out to those who are present through his words and miracles. The Master took advantage of every conceivable opportunity to redeem souls. These banquets were ideal occasions on which to speak of the kingdom of heaven. Once everyone had been seated, an unexpected visitor arrived. And behold, there was a man before him who had dropsy. It is likely that these receptions were to some extent open to the public, and that more or less anyone could wander in. The sick man says nothing. He asks for nothing. He simply stands before the divine physician. This, too, should be our posture and interior attitude. We need to place ourselves before Jesus. We should stand in front of him with our dropsy, with our miseries and sins. God will look on us with infinite compassion. We can have absolute confidence that he will take us by the hand and cure us. At the sight of the sick man who stands before him, Jesus is filled with compassion. He cures the affliction, even though he knows that there are those who will criticize him for curing on the Sabbath. Jesus acts in a forthright manner. He pays no heed to human respect, to what others will say. His critics consider themselves to be the authentic interpreters of the law. Later on, the Lord will show them that mercy should be exercised even on the Sabbath. He provides an example gleaned from the common sense of the countryside. Which of you, having an ass or an ox that has fallen into a well, will not immediately pull him out on a Sabbath day? And they could not reply to this. We may find obstacles to our faith in the environment around us, such as envy, prejudice, and misunderstandings due to ignorance. Our response should be the same as that of Jesus. We should not be afraid to give clear testimony to our beliefs. This type of behavior can be of great apostolic value. On the other hand, in the words of St. Jose Maria, it is terrible how much harm we can do if we allow ourselves to be carried away by the fear or the shame of being seen as Christians in ordinary life.
Let us not fail to make manifest our Christian faith, always with humility and naturalness, whenever the situation requires it. We will never regret having acted in a manner so consistent with our deepest beliefs. The Lord will be filled with joy at such evidence of our fidelity. Part 2. A Christian with a strong faith will not be moved by human respect. The entire life of Jesus is filled with unity and strength. We never see him vacillating. His very turn of phrase, with its ever-recurring, I am come, I am not come, gives expression to the stern, determined yea and nay of his life and the inflexibility of his purpose. In the whole of his public ministry, not one single instance can be found where he had to reflect on an answer, or when he hesitated in indecision, or when he reversed a statement or an action. Jesus asks his followers for this same firm response. People who are unduly concerned with human respect manifest a superficial formation and an overall weakness of character. To succumb to human respect is to give more weight to someone else's opinion than to the teachings of Christ. The warning of Jesus is unequivocal. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Our giving in to human respect may be the result of comfort-seeking, of a desire to swim with the current. This attitude can also spring from the fear of endangering one's public standing or one's professional position. We may want to be the same as everyone else, remaining inconspicuous and therefore undisturbed. Yet whoever wants to follow the Lord ought to keep in mind the example of so many faithful Christians who have been totally committed to Christ and His teachings. St. John Chrysostom has written, Our lives as Christians shine out before others. We should pay no heed to criticisms. It is more than likely that the person who seeks sanctity will encounter some hostility. This opposition should not hinder us, for it can only enhance our glory in heaven. But one thing is needful and that is to order our conduct towards perfection. If we attend to this path, we will lead other souls out of the shadows and into the light of faith. We will be a strong support for those who weaken. A coherent life of faith has a profound attraction for others. It merits the respect of everyone. In many cases, God uses this conduct to bring others to the faith. Good example always sows good seed that will, sooner or later, bear fruit. St. Teresa points out, The habit of performing some conspicuously virtuous action through seeing it performed by another is one which very easily takes root. This is good advice. Do not forget it. 
Undoubtedly, people have a natural tendency to protect their reputations from ridicule. They normally do not want to stand out from the crowd and go against the mainstream of contemporary opinion. The love of Christ will help us to overcome these tendencies, to exercise the freedom of the children of God. We can then act with courage and humility in even the most adverse of circumstances. Part 3 The Example of the First Christians The first Christians had their faith grounded on a firm foundation. They were able to act heroically in times of trial. Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, for example, were not known publicly as disciples when Jesus worked his miracles. Yet they were not afraid to go to the Roman procurator to ask for the body of the Lord. Again from St. Jose Maria, They are courageous in the face of authority, declaring their love for Christ, an actor, boldly in the time of cowardice. The apostles behaved with similar courage under the pressure tactics of the Sanhedrin and in the face of the later persecutions. St. Paul summarizes their attitude. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For many of our friends and neighbors it may appear like folly to honor the bonds of matrimony, to avoid participation in dishonest business ventures, to obey the church's teachings on birth control, to be detached from material goods, to practice corporal mortification. St. Paul declares that he was never ashamed of the gospel. This was his advice to Timothy. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power and love and self-control. Do not be ashamed, then, of testifying to our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but take your share of suffering for the gospel in the power of God. Let us return to our gospel passage. Even though the Lord found himself in a hostile environment, he went ahead and cured the man with dropsy. Surely he could have waited for a more opportune time and place. But the Lord wanted to teach us to fulfill our obligations regardless of what people may say. Only one thing should matter to us. It is what God wants us to do in any given situation. What other people may think is of only secondary importance if we should ever restrain ourselves, it should be out of prudence rather than out of cowardice. Can we do any less for the one who suffered death for our sake, even death on a cross? Through our life of coherent faith, we can provide others with an immense good. What a joy it is for the Lord to see us living as his faithful disciples without fear of contradictions. Our Lady showed great courage in standing at the foot of the cross, amidst tremendous hostility and pain. Let us ask her for the gift of such strength.
In Conversation with God is based on a seven-book series of the same name and is produced by Relevant Radio in an exclusive partnership with Scepter Publishers. For more information or to order your own copy of the book, log on to scepterpublishers.org. Scepter is spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R. That's scepterpublishers.org. This podcast is protected under U.S. copyright laws and is made possible through the generous support of our listeners. To donate, click the Give button on this app right now or visit RelevantRadio.com. Be sure to join us again tomorrow as we continue the conversation.